Hi, I'm Philip from Urban Nation of Grace Community Nilai. I'd like to welcome you for our online celebration service this week. I hope that all of you are in the best of condition, the best of health. As you listen and see this message, I hope that you'll be blessed. And also I'd like to w w wish every fathers, just like me, a blessed Father's Day to all of you. And I hope that you'll be celebrated, you'll be appreciated in your family, amongst your children. Amen. Today I'll be speaking on who is your helper, who is your counselor in these difficult times as we face. Firstly, let's look in the book of John chapter 14, verses 16 to 18, where Jesus gave us this specific promise in seeking for our real helper, our real counselor. I use this word real helper, real counselor, because today we have many, many friends through our Facebook, in schools, in your university, in your workplace, and so on. But here, the one promise that Jesus gave us is for us that we can differentiate what kind of friends we have on this earth. And this one friend that Jesus spoke about when he gave us that promise in the book of John, chapter 14, verse 16 to 18. And let's read that together. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate or another counselor to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. If you see the scripture, the word advocate means someone who speaks in our defense, just like a lawyer who helps to defend us. Another scripture to help us to understand the word advocate, it can be seen in the book of 1 John chapter 2, verse 1. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. If you look into on these two scriptures, we can know that we have two important advocates. On earth, the Holy Spirit pleads our cause and needs. For example, the things that we find it so difficult to say or so difficult to understand, and the Holy Spirit will always help us to understand, to interpret the difficult things that we face in our lives. In heaven, Jesus is our advocate with the Father. He pleads for our cause. Today as believers, we have two important advocates, and they are also the two greatest advocates, the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. So we have the Son of God, Jesus Christ, on this earth, and the Holy Spirit, sorry, uh, the Holy Spirit on this earth and the Son of God in heaven. So when we recognize and believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and also the Holy Spirit, we have the power to overcome our challenges, no matter whatever the challenges may be in our financial issues, marriage, in our jobs, in our businesses. We have these two 
that we can find comfort in. Going back to the earlier scripture, I read in the book of John chapter 14 verses 16 to 18. Let's learn and let's see what the advocate, the counselor, or the Holy Spirit does in our lives when we embrace the Holy Spirit as our helper and comforter. The first thing we see, the scripture here says, the Father will give you another advocate. Now the importance of the word another, another, it refers to a person. So in other words, Jesus is saying, I am a person, I'm going up, I'm going to be with my Father, but I'm going to send you another person, which is the Holy Spirit, and that Holy Spirit, a person, is going to be your helper. So Jesus is also saying that, I've been with you, I've been your helper, while I was on this earth, but now it's time for me to leave. The second point we can receive from this scripture, in the book of John chapter 14, verse 16 to 18, he says, he will stay with you forever. Now Jesus, in other words, is saying that I've been with you three and a half years, and now I have to go back to be with my father. My time is up, and I have to go, but in my absence, I'm going to send you that person and the Holy Spirit, who's going to be a comforter, who's going to be your helper, who's going to be a counselor forever. So we see here, the Holy Spirit, it is going to, he's going to be and will be with us here on this earth forever. Compared to Jesus, he could only be with us, be with the disciples for three and a half years. The third point we can see, can learn from this scripture here, we see that he lives with you and will be in you. So the phrase here, in you, tells us that the Holy Spirit is going to be living in us. The Holy Spirit is going to take residence in each and every one of us, provided we have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, provided we have been always seeking and desiring for the fullness, infilling the Holy Spirit, just like I was talking to you, speaking to you in my last messages. The fourth item or the fourth point we can learn from the book of John chapter 14, verses 16 to 18. He says, I will not leave you orphans. As you know the word orphans, that they may not have father and mothers, and they have to be living on their own, taken care by other adult caregivers. They have no one to look for, no one to look to for advice and so on. But here, Jesus said that, I will not leave you as orphans. So Jesus was implying to his disciples that though he will not be with them anymore, but they can refer, they can seek counsel from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will be there for them in the absence of Jesus. The fifth point we can learn from this 
where Jesus said, I will come to you. Now, how does Jesus say, one moment he says he's going up to heaven to be with his father, and the next moment he said that, I will come to you. How does this happen? How does this take place? Now, this is very, very important for us. We can understand the scripture where he says here, and what Jesus is saying in, the, in, the, in his rightful or in a simple language is he will come back to his disciples and even to us through the power of the Holy Spirit. So while Jesus was on earth, Jesus could only be in one place. He could only maybe talk to Peter, talk to John or some of the disciples. One time, at any one time to one person. He cannot speak to all three of them in different conversation at the same time. Now Jesus was limited by time and space as you know that. But when Jesus comes back to his people through the Holy Spirit, here we see that when he comes back through the Holy Spirit, he's free from all form of limitation of time and seasons space where he can be in three different places doing three different things ministering to, to three different places three different people at the same time if we look into all these five points here as i spoke based on the book of john chapter 14 verse 16 to 18 it reminds us of how jesus so loved each and every one of us that he was doing everything for our good. He did not just kind of when he was three and a half years time to go back to be with his father, he just left us without anything or without anybody. As you see in the book of John, chapter 16, verse 5 to 7, it explains whenever Jesus does something, he does it for our own good. Jesus was not selfish. He was not taking all the attention for himself. But he was living a better place for us when he went to be with the Father. So we look in the book of John, chapter 16, verse 5 to 7, where Jesus said, But now I'm going to him who sent me. None of you ask me, where are you going? Rather, you are filled with grief because I have said these things. But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Here we see a clear language Jesus was speaking to his disciples and even to each and every one of us here where we don't have Jesus today. We have, filled, we are, we have our pastors, we have our apostles prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers and all the leaders in our churches. But Jesus was telling this scripture and he told this scripture. He was saying in a simple, plain form that as long as I'm with you in person, on earth, the Holy Spirit has to stay in heaven as a person. So, yet Jesus said, if I go now as a person, to my Father in heaven, then in my place, I will send another person, which is the Holy Spirit. 
This is why we call it the divine exchange between the two persons that took place when Jesus spoke about this scripture. The divine exchange of the two persons was speaking about Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection, and his ascension has to take place apart from dying for us so that we can come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior so that the divine exchange can be effected can be executed that when he ascended to heaven then the holy spirit can descend from heaven to be with us here on this earth based on the scripture i just read jesus said it is good that he was going it was good that he was going away to heaven because jesus was very very honest because this was an amazing statement that he told us coming from Jesus himself Jesus himself admitted that he needed to, to go to be with the father so that we can do greater things on this earth what is the evidence now what is the evidence that Jesus going to be with his father and the holy spirit coming on earth what is the evidence they'll be better for us when jesus used the word it will be good for you the first point here we can see when this divine exchange took place where jesus went to be with the father seated at the right hand of the father and the holy spirit descended came upon the people came upon the disciples we see the first evidence was the disciples began to understand the plan of god they began to understand the ministry far better when jesus was not with them on this earth in other words they had a greater understanding of the things of god when the holy spirit came upon the earth while jesus has gone to be with the father the second evidence we see how it was good for the disciples and for us so when jesus ascended to heaven if you see the character of the disciples we see the attitude of the disciples where they became more bold the moment the holy spirit came upon them in the book of acts chapter 2 and as we know that the day of pentecost the holy spirit came upon the 120 in the upper room at that point when when the holy spirit came upon them we see how peter where jesus no more on this earth became so bold spoke about jesus he spoke about the crucifixion of jesus to the jews in the book of acts chapter 2 the third point we see and we understand the evidence of the holy spirit how is better for the holy spirit to be with us is a supernatural confirmation whereby the moment the holy spirit came upon the disciple in the book of acts we see signs and miracles began to take place as the evidence we see in the book of acts chapter 3 where peter and john was on the way to temple at the hour of prayer at 3 pm they met with the crippled man who was seated at the beautiful gate at the entrance of the temple and peter and john saw him the man was expecting 
some money from them, asking for alms. And Peter looked at him, locked his eyes towards a crippled man. Peter was so filled with the Holy Spirit. He was so bold. And he spoke that word. He said, he spoke to the crippled man. He said, silver of gold have I none. But in Jesus, Jesus' name, rise and walk. And there we see, Peter picked up the crippled man on his right hand. And the crippled man began to jump. Jump and praise God. The miracle that took place. No money was paid. But the power of the Holy Spirit that descended on the disciples. And we see that the power of the Holy Spirit descended upon Peter, John, and all the other disciples, manifested through them. And the crippled man became healed. And not only a crippled man became healed, and through these miracles, through the disciples, where the Holy Spirit came upon them, many miracles, signs, wonders began to take place. Amen? Today, as you come, I just want to share with you, even during my, before I came full-time into the full-time ministry when I was a banker in 2007 and God spoke to me. At that point in time, I was a trainer. I was sitting down one day in my office and the Lord spoke to me, t telling me that it's time for me to go into full-time ministry. And I was seeking the Lord, asking a counselor and the counseling and the Holy Spirit began to speak to me to tell me that it's time for me to go full-time into the ministry in 2007. And I seek the Lord, and even through my pastors, my senior pastor, my resident pastor, even the Holy Spirit spoke to my wife. It was time for us to go into the full-time ministry. And when I took that challenge, when I took that, that counsel, and I see that it was a great privilege to serve God until right now in 2020. And I just want to encourage each and every one of you here. You may have so many friends out there. But don't forget this one important friend is your counselor, your helper, your comforter. In any time that you are going through any challenges today, I believe that we can learn one thing from here. That the Holy Spirit must be our main helper, our main counselor, our main comforter. You know, we, you may be going through many battles, challenges in your lives. And as we have been going through this COVID-19 pandemic, or you may, may have lost your jobs, lost your businesses, struggling in your studies, your finances, you know, been sexually abused, you have marital problems, health issues. And while facing all these problems, you do not know who to share your problems with. Or maybe you have, you have already shared these problems with your pastors, with your loved ones. But yet you feel that inner struggle that you're going through that no one be able or no one can understand what you're going through. Let me just encourage you, that's not the end of your life. The Holy Spirit is here to be your helper. The Holy Spirit is here to be your comforter. And He's here to counsel you. Today, if you are desperately or wanting a way out of your situation, can I just ask you to put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ? May I invite you, if you are seeking for this counselor, this special counselor where you can speak to him anytime in your need, can I request you to say this prayer of salvation with me together? If you are ready, if you are the one, can I just request you to close your eyes, lift up your hands,
and follow me after this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. You know me, and I declare that I am a sinner. I come short of your glory, dear Lord Jesus. Today, please forgive me of my sins. And I pray, dear Lord Jesus, today that I believe in your death, your burial, and your resurrection. Today, I open my heart to receive you as my Lord and Savior. Today, dear Lord Jesus, come and be my friend, be my counselor, be my comforter in Jesus' name. Amen. Today, if you have invited the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, I'd like to congratulate you. And I just want to encourage you that even the angels in the heaven rejoice of you giving a life to Jesus Christ today. But that's not over yet. I also want to pray with you today. And for those who have received Jesus as Lord and Savior, you're wanting, you're looking, you're not, you, 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 you find that even after you have had so many friends, you have spoken to so many people, yet you are burdened, yet you are feeling worried, you're having sorrows, thinking what's going to happen to you, or maybe your loved one, your family members, your children, what's going to happen to your finances, what's going to happen to your business and your job. Can I just encourage you to pray with me? And let me just uh, pray for you. Can I just request you to close your eyes and lift up your hands? And let's, let me pray for you. Dear Lord Jesus, I just come before you and I bring each and every one, every hand lifted up to you. A hand of surrender. A hand looking up and telling you, Dear Lord Jesus, we need you. And sweet Holy Spirit, we need you as our comforter, our helper. And I pray, sweet Holy Spirit, even right now, come and fill, fill your people right now in Jesus' name. Be our comforter, be our helper, be our counselor, that we have so many questions. We need you, Holy Spirit. Also fill us with your gift, Holy Spirit. Your revelation gift, the discerning of spirits, your words of wisdom, words of knowledge, Fill us with your gift of faith, Holy Spirit. Help us, Holy Spirit, in this time for healing, to experience signs, miracles, and wonders in our personal lives. I pray, sweet Holy Spirit, help your people that they will have a greater understanding, a closer intimacy with you, Holy Spirit. As they pour out their needs, as they seek your counsel, I pray, Holy Spirit, for your divine counsel to come upon your people, to the children, to the youths, the adults, married couples, husbands and wives, students, the university students seeking for counsel, seeking for help, those in the business in a marketplace, seeking for solutions in these difficult times. Those who may have lost their jobs or they may have been 
the salary may have been deducted, cut, and they're seeking for solution how to meet the needs. Those in the business are going through cash flow problems. And I pray, Holy Spirit, begin to counsel your people. Counsel each and every one, those in the ministry also. Oh, I just pray, Holy Spirit, we declare, we decree, we need you. And be our counselor, our helper in this point, and this time of need, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. As you come to the end of this uh, service, can I just request all of us, if you can join me for Holy Communion this time. And I pray that you'll be ready with your Holy Communion. Dear Lord Jesus, I just want to thank you as you hold this bread in our hands. We thank you for your divine sacrifice. We thank you, dear Lord Jesus, for your broken body for each and every one of us. As you partake of this bread, may we be reminded of your broken body. And as we partake of this bread, we confess all our sins before you. Repent and ask for forgiveness in Jesus' name. And also, dear Lord Jesus, we pray, dear Lord Jesus, even right now, we choose to forgive each and every one who have sinned against us. Today, we forgive them. We release them and bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's break the bread and partake of the bread right now. Let's partake of the drink. Dear Lord Jesus, I just want to thank you for this drink. May transform this drink into your blood, dear Lord Jesus. And the symbol of your blood as you partake of this drink. May you bring manifest your healing from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I hope this message about the Holy Spirit bring our real counselor, bring our being our real helper, will give you a deeper dimension of friendship. Apart from our friends on this earth, we need the Holy Spirit in these times, in these challenging times. I'd like to encourage you. If you listen to this message and also to share it with your friends, your family members in your different multimedia platforms so that they too can find a new friend in the Holy Spirit to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray that they will experience a greater, 
a greater joy knowing that as we go through these difficult times, the Holy Spirit is with us. He's there to help us. He's there to guide us, protect us, comfort us. Amen. And I just want to also say that if you want to give an offering, you may do so. You can look into the uh, description below. And if you want to give us your offering. And let's close here in prayer. Let me just uh, pray the benediction. Can I just ask you to close your eyes and lift up your hands? Dear Lord Jesus, I just want to thank you for this day. And I bring this message. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you'll begin to lead your people. To begin to have a greater intimacy with you. Then, with all the other platform for friendship. And I pray, Holy Spirit, right now, begin to empower your people so that they'll have and find a greater meaning in knowing you and making you known to the world out there. I pray, Heavenly Father, may your grace so shine upon your people. Go with your people and protect your people. And may they find a greater joy in knowing the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 I'd like to thank you for your time. And God bless you. Amen.